Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Falcons Corner. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard. Assistant Director of Athletics, Eric Larson. I can't remember. Every time I can't remember your title, it's too complicated. It's very long. Coordinator of Athletic Operations. Listen, I had to remember Chief Pandemic Officer and all of these other things. It's Danny Burke. Everyone knows who he is. <laughs> Socially distant for everybody. Yes, yes. But you know, we did mention Chief P Pandemic Officer. Brian Cassano is going to be joining us in a little while, too. So we are separated as a group of three. It's like Eric is grounded off to the side. He's punished, you know, sitting in the corner. We're all, all in our square. Yeah, we, we are. And it's easy to mark them off so that Absolutely. we are distant because of the square. And like you mentioned, the three of us, you know, we talked about tricycle last week. The third wheel. That's what I was self -reported. That's what I could be. Danberg, the third wheel. All right. No, but I think it was as the three best friends that anyone can have from the hangover. Yes. The wolf, we're the wolf pack. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't want to, you know, do the whole, you know, like that. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> but um, it is Thanksgiving week. We have a lot to be thankful. Um, one, we're still here on campus, right? We were able to get through the semester work-wise. And, you know, those student athletes who were lucky enough to be on campus were here. And everything we're able to you know do for them so it's, it's a it's a good week to you know to look back and be thankful for things and it feels like a long time coming it just seems like when we got into this and we went you know the decision was made to go to remote every week just seemed like it took forever you know just because of uh you know the amount of work that went into staying on our student athletes with academics yep. and this helping them to try and be successful hey but we're here and it seemed like it blew by and you know now that we look back and we have two Big monster weeks after this, yep. when our students get you know after after Thanksgiving, right? Break. And it's and it's go time for them, right? So they you know they put in all this work and how this, they said they were inconvenienced and it was how hard for them to you know to get started and communicate with their instructors, but you know all of that all comes down for you know these up, you know upcoming weeks. So it's it's go time for them. So yeah. it's like it's two minute warning. It's you know the last minute of the game. You know it's the bottom of the ninth. You know bases loaded. Like you know all those analogies we could throw out and, there. Right, and and they've worked so hard to get to this point because in the beginning it was I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, and now they've they've lasted their thirteen weeks right to to wrap up in week fifteen, and it's it's early on I, I said it was you know hopeful that they can come back, not always optimistic, and as Eric said they went remote, and right. how can we do it, how can we not, but you're here, you're in it, and like you said two minute warning, two weeks left, you have the week after uh, to hit this books again, then finals, and what better week to have a quick break, recharge, get your act together, and coming on the heels of the academic uh, speaker on Friday with Mr. Barone, I mean, he he laid it down, like, yep. you, you gotta put the time in, get off your butt, and, and all the effort that you've had the entire semester, get it done in order to be successful, and it was such a good, inspirational speech, really, going into, you know, Thanksgiving, the break, the recharge, yep. and uh, the getting A's and B's. Yeah. And, and he asked us such a great question. You know, right at the beginning, he said, you know, write down on a piece of paper what you want to be when you're 25. I I have no idea what I wanted to be at 25. Right. You know, so it was such a I, – I encourage everybody to go back on and listen to that that uh, session, that listen and learn from this past Friday because – you know, Mr. Barone was fantastic. He, what a great message. And like you said, Danny, he said, if you got those C's, get them to a B. If you got a B, get them to an A. You know, he really put it on the student athlete to finish up and, and finish strong this semester. Yep. And we should all be thankful for, uh, for Ricky Barone. I mean, I know he is, you know, works very hard with our football guys, you know, as far as that program. But, you know, 
appeal to all of our student athletes, you know, so we're, we're thankful to have them. And, you know, it was a great way to finish up our, our listen and learn series, you know, that took place, you know, over the course of the semester. And even just talking again with football and their academics, I'm on their group chat and I'm sure it's like this with all the other sports, but, you know, I'm not privy to their groups, but, you know, if guys need help, they're reaching out to each other. Kids that haven't even really even met each other in person, just probably over Zoom positional meetings, you know, are continually reaching out saying, do you need help? We can partner up and study who's in this class. You know, so that's been going on, you know, the entire semester, but it's really picked up pace, you know, as we, you know, come to a close. And, and I think that shows why Lackawanna is so special. I mean, just as you brought that up, it comes into my mind. These kids haven't met each other yet. They know they're potentially going to be teammates, and there's still a chance that they might not be. You never know how things shake out. We want everybody here. Right. Um, they got to make the grade, but they want to make sure that their new teammate and now friend make the grade. So that's what makes this such a special place. Sometimes it's small and everybody's like, oh, everybody knows each other's business. They, we know each other's business, but we, in order to be successful, right. you know, and that just doesn't just stop with the students. Um, serious note real quick, you guys with this Listen and Learn series, it's been awesome. And, and I know Joya mentioned to thank you, but to have something like that in place and really it be the brainchild and you guys carrying it out week to week, such a broad spectrum from voting um, to just nutrition, right? The, the classroom session that you did to academics with Mr. Barone, like it, it's awesome. And, yeah. and you don't get that anywhere else. So kudos to you guys for, for doing that. Um, I'm serious though, for as much fun as we like to have. Yeah, it, we it, appreciate it that. needs to yeah. not go unnoticed. And um, just seeing how many kids get on when it's not mand mandatory. Like, cause there's times you make it mandatory. We yeah. understand that. But just to see this past week, I think there was upwards of over 95. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't just two minutes here and to there. I mean, it was it was a great way to end that semester and get everybody's butt in gear for those finals, man. Yep. So thank you. Yep. And then thank you. we can't not talk about Thanksgiving without, I'm a foodie, right? So that's the reason I run and exercise because I need to eat. <laughs> Right, so I'm very thankful this for Thursday for for my stuff. I love the stuffing, right? So, what are you looking forward to being on that table on Thanksgiving? I'm also a stuffing guy. Um, I love my carbs. Um, the last couple of years, my every once in a while, not always though. My mom, all of a sudden, I take a bite into stuffing, celery in it, and it was crunchy, and, and it's not supposed to be there. That's you right. know, and I didn't grow up that way. So, Mom Berg, I know. You know, I think even last year she might have ended up making two of them, but I don't know who who wants the celery anyway. It's not meant to be healthy. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm a sucker for cranberry, and, and I don't have it any other time during the year. Um, then I can mix it in a little bit, and I love gravy. But yeah. And Danny, I'm right with you with the stuffing, and I'm right with you with the, the celery. I, I almost sometimes I wonder if mom, like, did you have takeout during the week and you had the celery in the box and you're trying to get rid of it? Let's throw it in the stuffing. That's it, seems like uh -huh. a great place. No, don't put it in the stuffing. Now I will take it one step farther, and I know we different. You know we're different with this. I don't like the dry stuffing as much. I still eat it. I like it wet and mushy, and I like it with mashed potatoes. I'm like it's one A turkey, one B stuffing and mashed potatoes all together. See, I like the really dry stuffing, and I know my mom watches. She makes the best dried stuffing, and I'm sure she she wants it moist, but it's the best dried stuffing. You know, I could throw it across the room and hit someone with it and knock them out for a little while. The next day, I have it for leftovers. I can just go in the fridge and just take it out and break it. But that's why gravy is beautiful because as dry as the stuffing is, toss a little gravy on that, poisons up everything. And I'm glad you brought that up because that is one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving is that the dinner just keeps on giving. You can have it Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday afternoon. You can't beat it. Yeah. And, and speaking of that too, Mrs. Voice of the Falcons who doesn't cook, but she does make a very delicious 
chocolate cream pie from scratch that only I'm allowed to eat. So if we go to dinner, I bring it, but no one else is allowed to have any because it lasts me, you know, Thanksgiving and then in Thanksgiving night and then maybe by like Friday afternoon and it's over. So, you know, so, so we're, well, I like to save a little for my sandwich for Friday leftover, but I have to give a shout out to Mrs. Voice of the Falcons for her chocolate homemade chocolate cream pie. Thank you for that too. So great. I'm looking forward to mine. Yeah, yeah I, I was just going to say, I'd like to request from the flour, maybe one additional she only Side. makes one because I don't want to put too much pressure on her because if I do, she may miss, mess up that one. And I only allow her to make it on Thanksgiving because I, again, the pressure of having to make like more than one and more than one occasion can't happen. But maybe that's why it's so good because I only eat it once, you know, one, two days out of the year. So, hmm. yeah. But Brian is here and we're thankful for Brian because he's really put himself out there as a, you know, pandemic safety officer and, and coming up here. He's going to take your seat which I'm going to have to talk to my agent and our producer because I can't keep doing these interviews one-on-one -on -one because I'm going to have to start preparing and thinking about extra questions. Like if it was just, if there was multiple people interviewing that I may just have to ask one or two questions, but if I'm going to have to ask five, six questions, I'm going to have to start taking notes and stuff. Two cards. I'm going to have to have like a, well, get your agent to my agent with the producer. All right. Maybe I can sit here, but for today's purposes, I definitely can't because we're, we're, we're inside. We have, we're, we are distant. Um, with our blocks, you know, they're they're one foot by one foot, so we're we're apart from each other. I'd be more than happy to give my seat up for, uh, you know, Dr. Costanzo, our PSO, yep. um, so he can inform everybody in Falcon Nation uh, what things are going to look like. Awesome. All right, let's get Brian in here. Take a breather for a second. Go get a coffee, get a drink, you know, relax, or just stick by. You know, just uh, hang on, lunch. I might go for a run so I can have more stuff. Eric's got to work. <laughs> Eric's got to work the camera and stuff too, so we know he's going to be here. But everyone, going to be back with Brian Costanzo, our. Vice President of Advancement, more importantly, our Pandemic Safety Officer. Stay tuned on the Falcons Corner. Take flight. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Falcons Corners. Joining us now is Vice President of Advancement and Pandemic Safety Officer, That's Brian right. Costanzo. Yeah. Brian, thanks for joining us on the show. You had to walk all the way up the hill, and I know you ran a lot yesterday, so the two, three block walk up. My legs were a little sore, yeah, today. but it was nice to get out. It loosened up. Thanks for joining us. Before we ask any other questions, how was the golf game this summer? Because I know that you know you're big into golf. So how was the golf game? Uh, Give us the rating. Golf was okay. It was one of the things that you're able to do during this uh, time frame. So uh, you know a lot of people were locked down, but the golf courses were open. Yep. Uh, actually, I had the push cart for a little bit in the beginning, so I was getting my uh, my steps in. All right. Uh, played pretty good this summer. Had a couple lessons and. Got things in order, so sounds good. And I yeah. know that you're you're big on um, youth youth sports, right? So is youth sports on or off right now with you know with well, your son? We're uh, we're still going. Thankfully, some of the, the the bigger facilities in the area are still operating. Uh, the the Buck Six grade team is is moving strong. We're three and zero so far this fall. Good. Uh, really excited. So to So you're keep doing better going. than all the local high school teams right now. <laughs> yes, yeah. All right, good. A little different between private entities and uh, the public school system. Of course, system, and stuff so. too. So. Yeah, yeah. But we wanted to have you on because we wanted to talk about what Lackawanna College is going to look like spring semester when our students hopefully arrive here you know, on campus. So just give us like a little bit of a breakdown since you are you know, the head pandemic safety officer on campus. Yes, so uh, I've, I've fortunately got that title uh, in the summer trying to prep for, for our return to campus. Uh, we are right now in the process of creating or, or I guess enhancing our pandemic safety team in preparation for a little bit of a larger return for our spring semester. Um, a lot of different, different from different segments of the institution. Uh, so the academic side, uh, student engagement, athletics, housing. Right. Uh, that, there'll be team members from all those areas, and we're trying to just go through and make sure that we have covered everything and, and get 
the campus in order uh, so that students have a safe and a healthy atmosphere when they come back in the spring. If, if we have returning students, I mean, we're obviously going to have students who were here last year yep. returning. What's going to look different on campus, you know, 2019? 2020 and 2021. Yep. Uh, so you'll see a lot of signs around campus. I should have brought some samples for us uh, to, to look at. We could. We have a great producer of the show. He could just flash one up right now. Here's some signs. Right. Good. Good. Uh, first and foremost, it's following the, the PPE protocol. You know, social distancing, covering your beaks as, we're, as the, the tagline we're using, uh, making sure people have their masks on. Those are two really important things. Uh, as you're walking around campus, you're going to see arrows and signs. Uh, following uh, kind of a, a, a pattern around campus, uh, social distance, I'm sorry, uh, stairwells. Right. Uh, one side will be up in some buildings, and the other side will be down. So just making sure we're keeping pa traffic patterns, uh, keeping people separated, and making sure that we're not putting people in large groups where uh, we're exposing them to potential issues. Now, of course, you know, we're all athletics on the show. So how do you think athletics are going to look, you know, spring 21? You know, do we see fans in attendance? Do we see limited capacity? We're gonna, you know, how is, how is athletics, you know, going to look as far as COVID? I know it's hard at our level to compare what we do to Division One or the, 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 the championship series level, uh, but it, it, they've, they've kind of figured it out. You know, not everybody has fans. Some have fans, some don't. Uh, there's been times where games are canceled, but the, the programs are still moving forward, the conferences are still moving, there's still going to be a championship. So I, I think that's a good template for, for other lower levels of, of college football and other athletics to follow. Right. You know, the, it's, it's not a, a, a do it, a, a, a all in or all out. You know, there, there's ways to, to move through and, and maybe you forfeit a game or you, you postpone a game, but the season still goes on. So I'm, I'm hoping that can be utilized to, to build a program for our kids to play in the spring, which I think is going to be very important. You know, that a lot of these 18 to 22 year olds have been tied up for uh, since March. Yeah. And they can't come out and they can't really do much. So I'm sure they're excited to get back and start uh, competing again and, and doing what they love to do. Yeah, and that's true because even I see you know, a handful of them on Zoom and going out workouts. They are very anxious, you know, to get back on campus and they are counting down the days, you know. Yeah. So um, since you were named pandemic safety officer back in the summer, what have you learned, like on a personal level, like about the whole pandemic, everything that has you know been going on? Ah, uh, man, there's, there's so much. Uh, you know, trying to read up on on the the, the very fluid and ever changing protocols and, and regulations, and and I think the, the the most important thing that we've learned is that after eight or nine months of, of seeing the data and what's happening with individuals, and you know, the the group of students that we'll be bringing back are not in that high risk zone. Uh, so I think. You know, if you look at the numbers, that it, it's there's a chance for this to happen, and, right. and when students come to back back to campus, and when parents are looking at this, it, students are going to be safe. And, and college campuses all across the country have done this for the fall. Um, they're they're in, in class, they're in dorms, they're they're doing what they normally do. Obviously, a little different with their masks and different things like that, but right. it's uh, it, it's working. And I think we spent a lot of money as an institution putting in um, the protective. Uh, plexiglass and the, the signage and the masks and all those things to make it work. And, and if you watch what's happened this fall semester, there there have been cases on our campus and right. there hasn't been a spread. Uh, so I think a lot of what we've done, a lot of the, the protocol we've put into place has worked and we're hoping that as we bring more students back and we grow, uh, we've learned from what we we saw in the fall semester and we can, we can increase that and improve that for the spring. Right, and you mentioned other colleges, especially in our area, that have had students back, you know, do, have you learned any lessons from, you know, some of the stuff that they've gone through? Is that going to prepare us, you know, when we have more students on campus, you know, in the spring? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, obviously testing is becoming more available. Um, I, I don't know if testing is always the right way to go. Right. Uh, there's some schools locally that have tested a lot of people and it's, I think, caused some 
um, some issues for them on the on the other end of that. Uh, but you know, you certainly you want to know who's who's positive and for the contact tracing and all of that. But I, I think there's a lot of different pieces that we're going to steal from other schools. A lot of data out there. You know, we're not going to re- try to recreate the wheel. We're, we're watching what medical professionals are doing, what the state of Pennsylvania, Department of Health, what what they're suggesting. We're going to try to utilize that that information and put the best plan together that we think is going to. Uh, provide a nice, safe, healthy atmosphere for our students and our, our athletes. Yeah, which is, I think, is great news for you know everyone out there is watching. You know, they're going to feel confident coming into a great situation. You know, making it even safer for them and making sure you know that you know our student athletes and all our students are safe. So kudos to you guys and that whole pandemic safety you know team that you are you're putting together. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I know you love it. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's 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 quite a. Quite a different experience. <laughs> I've done a lot of things on our campus. That this is a new one that I don't know if that many people can say they will have been. Part right, of. but it's definitely something that you know I've known you for a while that you know you could definitely handle and you know and take the lead on. So uh, new challenge. It's a new challenge. Of course, and stuff with too. no Just, playbook. Exa- exactly. So we don't want to keep you too long because we know you're a lot of busy, and then you may have to coach. And we know you like to be vocal a lot when you're coaching those. Uh, you know, those sixth grade boys, so, you know, we don't want to wear that voice out on you. Yeah, we got a big game coming up, so I got to be vocal. With the mask on, it's even harder. I could imagine. How is coaching, how is coaching for you with the mask on? Uh, coaching's not terrible. This this past week, we played our first game with all all the kids that were required to wear masks while playing. Yeah. Uh, that was a little bit challenging. You know, a lot of whistles because masks were flying off. And, right. Uh, but I, I think I may have seen that that's going to be loosened a little bit. Um, there's some regulations coming out where maybe it'll be a student, a kid's, a player's choice right. to uh, to whether or not they want to wear that mask. So uh, it, it's different. But again, just happy that we're playing. I know my my son's 11 years old. Uh, his group of guys have been out at the park every day all summer. So they're just ready. They're they're glad they're doing something because right. there's not much else happening. So yeah. uh, just a, a nice relief to, from all this nonsense. Yeah, and it'll be nice to have stuff happening on campus here too. So can't wait. Thank can't you wait. for all, thank you for all your hard work. You're welcome. We'll be right thank back you. in the Falcons corner. Stay tuned. Take flight. Hey everybody, welcome back on the Falcons Corner. It was great having Brian in, taking your spot just for a little while, but chatting to him and just seeing where we're at. But I would guess talking to him, you know, again, we're on this whole thankful team at Thanksgiving week, but we're thankful for him and the work of the team and all of our administration. And um, we should feel pretty confident on how things are gonna look in 2021. Yeah, they've done a great job. You know, it, it, we've had multiple moments throughout the semester where we're like, boy, are, are we gonna get to the end? And now, you know, we've had a couple, you know, times where are we going to get to the spring? And, you know, and hearing from Brian, we have a good plan in place. And I think our administration team has done a great job in trying to get us to this point and getting our student athletes and students, you know, the, the general uh, body uh, back on campus here in the spring. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he did such a, a great job, I think, of explaining that, hey, we, we have this in place and that in place and the fluidity of it, right, because it's ever changing. You know, so it, it's great to know that, honestly, someone like Brian in the, in the administration and the team that he said he's surrounding himself with have plans in place. And it's not just going to be one size fits all because any plan that can't be altered is a bad plan. Right. So there's this, you know, maybe something for residents. There's obviously a plan in place for us to be on campus to do our work during the semester right. at various points in time. Um, so just knowing how busy he is and what they've all been doing to take some time out to, you know, sure everybody watching right of what it's going to look like and, and how they've come up 
to, to make the decisions that they made. Right, and plus for him, the fact to balance everything, right? You know, he's you know the vice president of advancement, right? Like you said before, he's, fight, he's just a vice president. And then just being pandemic safety officer, the PSO, that could be a full-time job in itself too. So it's, you know, so we're thankful for Brian, of course, you know, so. And I just want to, you know, remind everybody of one thing that Brian brought up. It's going to look different here. There's signs up. There's 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 a lot of one way avenues. You know, up the up these stairs, down these stairs, in this door, out that door, and uh, you know, just trying to keep the flow of traffic, right? You know, all the same, and you know, cover your beaks. We've been preaching that all semester, and that's going to be you know very very real. You know, in the spring, and I think the best thing that that uh, our our pandemic team has done is really. The education process, you know, getting that information out to us and letting us know what is it going to look like, and that's what we wanted to do for the student athletes today. Yep. And then we don't want to go without mentioning our little Netflix recommendations that I made last week on the show. One because I saw that Dr. Murray made a post on her one of her social media pages that she just finished watching The Queen's Gambit, which was given a five out of five stars by the Voice of the Falcons. Um, Might have been the driving force of why she watched it. Who, know, who knows? It's possible. But I did hear that Eric started watching The Queen's Gambit. You, you know how I am with getting into any series. I can start them. Rarely do I ever finish them. And we did start The Queen's Gambit. We didn't finish it yet, but we we're, I think we're only like an episode or two away. Okay. Very, very good. And you're going to ask why I didn't finish them at night. Well, that's it, because it's so good and you want to know what's going to happen. How could you stop? There's a major reason why I don't finish them all in one shot. I fall asleep at night. I have to pick up where I left off the next day. Well, here's the one solution to this. You just start watching them earlier. You didn't think it was going to be that good. You doubted my five-star rating. I think that's what it is. Maybe. Started at 9 o'clock, wasn't sure. How can I doubt you from this point forward? (laughs) But I think we got a little thing going here, so I'm going to go back in. I'll find some other kind of series. You know, it may take a little while to find something good, but you know, we'll toss out there because obviously Dr. Murray is uh, wants to know what we're watching on TV and all this good stuff. Yeah, well, uh, and one of the ones that I've watched, and I don't know if it was brought up in an earlier broadcast of our show. Probably not because we just started. So um, you're good. I haven't been on Queen, Queen's Gambit, so uh, maybe maybe this Friday or something like that while we're off, I can get a chance to jump into it. Um, my wife ends up falling asleep as well while we're watching them, so, so then I get yelled at for going back. Right, that, of course. I think Narcos at one point. But uh, did you guys ever watch Shit's Creek? Shit's Creek is a fantastic show. Holy moly! I've watched it from the beginning when it first came out when it was on like pop TV. Okay, but it, it's uh, we're I'm, I still have like three episodes of the final season, but man, I love it. That's a good show too. I, I have it, like, seen but, all zero of them. Oh. It's a, it's a good show. I will give as an advanced rating on that before we break. That is another five out of five. It's currently on Netflix. All five or six seasons yeah. of there are fantastic show too. Do I dare potentially bring up a sore subject regarding Dr. Murray? and now her involvement with watching Netflix series. Is she watching more Netflix because of the the level of play of the New England Patriots currently? Let's Is that just, a possibility? Let's just say at least they aren't in the basement of the AFC East. That's where the New York Jets reside. But listen, I can't have it all. Colorado is University of Colorado Buffalo is 2-0 playing for the Pac-12 lead. Um, this Saturday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC against the USC Trojans, live from the L.A. Coliseum. Let's go Buffs. And I do want to make note of one more thing. The Cowboys are playing for first place with the Redskins How on Thursday, disgusting. looking for that fourth win of the year. How terrible. And the but Giants at least, are only a half a game back. 
on, after coming off of a bye, and they managed to not lose on a bye. I don't know how, and, but... But, th I mean, the only good thing about that is I love Thanksgiving football, and at least there's, you know, two out of those three are meaningful games. So as bad as that, you know, Cowboy-Washington game is going to be, you know, of course we got Ravens-Steelers, you know, in the evening, but, you know, the Detroit game early on, Detroit has kind of just fallen off a little bit. So, you know, at least we get uh, two, two meaningful games. You know I'm a Cowboys fan, but I did see a funny stat this morning. And that was, uh, I, and I can't remember if it was 21 or 22, but 21 or 22 of your remaining NFL teams in the NFL would be in first place right now in the NFC East. Yeah. And my Jets would still be in it. Well, it just goes to show how competitive the NFC East is. That's wrong. That's coming from two <laughs> NFC East fans. It's, it's, it's not because. But we want to give another shout out because Coach Joy just walked by with her her downtown deli coffee, you know, so she's going, she's getting busy at work. So we want to thank downtown deli for supplying that delicious coffee, you know, for our fearless leader, you know, this morning, but thanks for joining us. You know what? I want to wish everybody here a happy Thanksgiving this weekend. I, you know, I hope you have as much time as possible to enjoy with your families. And, yep. uh, you know, we all know it's going to look different. I'm hoping this year that uh, Thanksgiving isn't, you know, just about a meal with you know, right. sitting down and, you know, we find more ways to be giving, uh, you know, throughout the week and this coming semester. But uh, happy Thanksgiving to you guys and everybody out yep, there. Yep, and all Falcon Nation, of course. And, and make more important, be safe, wear your mask, make sure we get back here on campus, you know, January 21. But we're going to be back next week, right? We're not done with the season. Not, with not the yet. Season. All right, we're going to awesome. wrap it up. Yep. Awesome, beautiful. We'll be back next week on the Falcons Corner. Thank you for joining us. I see you over there. Thanks for joining us, too. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Take flight.